Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. You know, it wasn't too long ago that most of us were, were pretty happy to open the mailbox every day. Um, we would generally find uh, maybe some holiday greetings from friends and family, and that was uh, that was a good trip to the mailbox. But as we move into the new year, that's always followed by the uh, the bills that follow the holidays. They're not as much fun to get. And in more recent days, um, you may have found your semi-annual property tax bill, uh, and that is not always something we look forward to seeing in the mailbox. Uh, the arrival of those bills certainly spurs water cooler conversation, and in some cases, a bit of a concern. And we're going to talk about it today. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell back with you for another discussion on a key legal topic. And today, we're going to review one that we've mentioned here from time to time, and that is dealing with property tax issues. Uh, we're well equipped for that discussion today, as so I'm glad to welcome two outstanding guests. First, Joe Vito. Uh, Joe is an attorney at Lavelle Law. And with Joe today is Dan Patlack, one of the commissioners for the Cook County Board of Review. So we're going to get a good dose of information from them. Gentlemen, thanks for taking the time to be here today. Nice to have you with me. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Now, you know, from time to time, I know in our past conversations that I referenced, we have mentioned the Cook County Board of Review, and uh, it's great to have someone here to actually represent that. Dan, can you kind of give us an overview of, of what that board is? Well, the Board of Review is a county office that reviews property assessment appeals, and uh, we receive the appeals from all types of property owners, whether that be uh, industrial, commercial, um, vacant land, or residential property. They can all come to the Board of Review. If they think that the assessor has assigned an assessment too high uh, for their property, uh, they can file an appeal. They can submit any evidence that they think would uh, buttress their case. Uh, we'll review that evidence and we'll come to a decision and uh, either, you know, it'll, they'll either get a reduction or, or not. Okay. And when we talk about the board, how, how many commissioners are there on the board? There are three commissioners, uh, each representing a, uh, a different geographical area. So um, my district is Board of Review District 1. I represent most of suburban Cook County, uh, and that, that goes from, um, let's say, Wilmette, Winnetka, Glencoe, uh, in the far northeast, all the way west to uh, Barrington and Hanover. And then it goes south, um, sort of along the edges of Chicago, all the way down to Lamont, uh, down to Bloom Township, and over to uh, Lansing. So it's sort of like the shape of a C around the city of Chicago. The other two commissioners, Commissioner Rogers and Commissioner Cabanarji, uh, split up most of Chicago and some of the near north uh, and western, near north and south and western suburbs. That, that's a lot of geography. What what kind of volume do you see each year in terms of appeals coming in? Well, you know, I I started at the Board of Review as an analyst back in 1999, and that first year I was there, we reviewed appeals for 95,000 property index numbers. And just to give you uh, an idea of what that is re- relative to totals, there are 1.8 million uh, parcels of property, each with a separate property index number. So. 1999, it was 95,000 property index numbers. This year, um, we're going to set a record uh, because that number has uh, consistently gone up from year to year to year since 1999. 
This year, we will review uh, appeals on 475,000 property index numbers. Oh, well, that's a, that's a big number. And we're going to talk about the process, how people do this, when, why, and how they should do it, and we'll get into some of the details. Um, but before we do that, Joe, I'm going to turn to you for a minute because I know you work with clients on, on these types of appeals, and we'll talk about that role as well. But in general, you know, can you sort of quantify and say there are certain people that are good candidates for, for appealing? I mean, there are certain people that just by nature of the, the land they have or the property they have that are going to be better candidates than others to pursue this? Well, certainly if, if your uh, land is owned by a uh, corporation and not personally owned, uh, you have to have a lawyer to represent you in the appeal. Um, if you're a private resident, um, you have the option of either hiring a lawyer or doing it on your own. Um, you know, obviously hiring a lawyer uh, takes the work away from it and also gives gives you some type of expertise, but the, uh, the backside of that is obviously you have to pay for it as well. But certainly any type of corporation or any uh, corporately owned property is, is one that you definitely need to get an attorney for and one that you definitely should call uh, Lavelle Law to discuss uh, if you're looking to appeal your your uh, current assessment. Yeah, and and I, you have both mentioned something that I want to use sort of a point of clarification here. Um, I mentioned at the beginning that, that the um, the bills themselves have started arriving for this first part of the year. Now, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong here, there, there's a normal process in which property is assessed every few years, and then that assessment is used in a formula to calculate the actual taxes. So do, do, are property owners appealing the assessment or the issuance of the tax, or you know, what's the relationship between the timing of those events and what they're actually appealing? Uh, well, Jim, it, it's, it's a good question because a lot of people come to the Board of Review and they think that they're appealing whatever their most recent tax bill was. Now, a uh, couple of things that people need to know about that. First, you, when you appeal to the Board of Review, you're not appealing your taxes, you're appealing your assessment. The assessment has you know, a significant impact on what your taxes will be. You're also not appealing your previous assessment, you're uh, appealing your current assessment, the one that is going to uh, be reflected in the second installment tax bill that you're going to get you know, in the upcoming year. So for instance, the Board of Review uh, for this assessment appeal year opened in August of 2015, uh, and all the people that have been filing appeals have been filing on their 2015 assessment. Uh, we just stopped accepting appeals just about a week ago from the last group of townships. Um, now the decisions that we make will be reflected not in the bill that people uh, received on February 1st, but in, on the bill that people receive on July uh, 31st, excuse me, July 1st, which is their second installment bill. Okay, um, and and there's a little bit of that process I want to talk about, and and. Uh, for our listeners here, we're, we're talking about property tax appeals and, and the role of the Cook County Board of Review is something we're going to get into now. Uh, you're hearing from uh, both Joe Vito, an attorney at Lavelle Law, and Dan Patlack, one of the commissioners of the Board of Review. So we're, we're getting some, some great detail. And from what I just heard you say, Dan, there's sort of a window that opens and closes. You know, when is the right time for someone to actually appeal, or is there a right time or a, a restricted time when they only can appeal? Well, let me start with a bigger picture. First of all, um, the the job of the Cook County Assessor, which is a separate office from the Board of Review, is mm -hmm. to assess all property. 
they reassess one-third of Cook County every three years. Uh, in 2015, they reassessed the city of Chicago. In 2016, they'll be reassessing the north suburbs, and in 2017, the south suburbs. Um, now, while their, their main job is to assess all property, they actually have an appeal function. So if you're unhappy with the assessment that you receive, you can appeal to the assessor. Um, however, that's sort of a sideline for them. For us, it's our main job. Um, and so you actually have three opportunities to file an appeal. You can file at the assessor, and once you've done that, if you're unsuccessful, you're not happy with their decision, you can then file with the Board of Review. If you're unhappy with our decision, you can then go further and file with a state agency called the Property Tax Appeal Board. For the Board of Review, uh, we open every year our, our yearly session in August. Um, more recently, we've started allowing people to file their appeals online, typically about a month before we open our session. Now, people should keep in mind that we open for various townsh townships for a 30-day period. So up front in August, we may open seven or eight townships. They'll be open for 30 days. Um, however, we allow pre-filing. So even if your township isn't open, you could file your complaint. The only thing that we ask is that you not file the evidence to support your claim until your township actually opens. And just to give you an idea on the spread in time, our first townships open in August. Our last townships this year opened in late, um, about mid-January or so. And I'm going to ask you, you know, whoever you or maybe both want to jump in on this because uh, you may have different views on it. But, you know, is this a complicated process? I mean, if I'm a, if I'm a property owner and I, I want to appeal this, but now I'm hearing about filing and different dates and doing some online and providing evidence, what, what does it really take for me to be able to appeal? Is it a, a palatable process that someone, you know, can, can get involved with, with or without an attorney? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's a pretty simple process. Of course, I, you're, I'm speaking as an expert, so maybe I'm not the best guy, but I'll tell you why it's simple. Um, first of all, uh, we've really upgraded our system at the Board of Review in, in the last few years, and especially this past year. So first of all, you can file online from the comfort of your own home. All you have to do is go to our website, cookcountyboardofreview.com. That'll take you to our homepage. Right on, on the front of the homepage, there's some big purple letters that say, click here to file or pre-file. It'll take you to a portal. All you got to know is your property index number, and you can file your appeal. If you have evidence to support your appeal, you can actually upload that online as well. And you, you actually can, uh, this year for the first time, you can register so that you have an account at the Board of Review so that if today I file my appeal but I have no evidence, I can come back next week and file my evidence then or two weeks later or three weeks later. Uh, we do have a deadline for when evidence has to be in, but uh, we're pretty generous with that. And then in terms of the knowledge that an individual has to have, um, I'll tell you, I do seminars all the time. Um, I did 40 of them uh, since last August, between August and uh, this month, February, all over my, my uh, uh, district, and uh, where I teach people how to file an appeal. Uh, but people should know, even if they file no evidence, and, and I'm really speaking to residential property owners who typically are not uh, represented by an attorney, if you file an appeal with the Board of Review and you submit no evidence, our analysts are, are um, instructed to still do what we call a uniformity argument, or excuse me, a uniformity analysis to determine whether or not the, the property is overassessed. And uniformity is simply asking the question, is this property assessed uh, the same 
or higher than other similar properties in the area. And there, there's a couple of key things I want to get to, and we're going to run out of time here in just a few minutes. But the first, you, you mentioned evidence, and without getting too detailed there, is that what we've heard about in the past as being comparisons of other properties? You simply need to, to get information about similar properties and submit that as, as your evidence that yours may be too high? Yes, and that evidence can be found on the Cook County Assessor's website, which is cookcountyassessor.com. The assessor has a great website with lots and lots of great information about um, taxes and assessments and exemptions. But one of the greatest things he has is a database with detailed information about one about all 1.8 million parcels of property in Cook County. He's got a photo of every property. He's got a description of every property. And you can go there. Uh, you can look up information about your own property, and you can look up information about all the other properties, in particular the ones that are like yours that may be assessed lower, which would constitute your evidence at the Board of Review. And, and before I wrap up with you guys, what, what's the outcome? If, if I'm successful, what happens? And if, if I'm unsuccessful, you talked about a, a follow-up uh, possibility with, with the State Board. But let's talk about if something positive happens, what do I expect to see after that? If you receive a reduction from the Board of Review, um, the results of that reduction will be reflected on your second installment tax bill, which typically arrives around July 1st and is due to be paid on August 1st. Um, of the tax year in question. Uh, there's never any guarantee that a reduction will result in a tax decrease. It, it may very well result in a tax decrease. However, uh, what we don't know from year to year is uh, how much various taxing districts may raise their levies. Um, but I can tell you this, if we grant a reduction, uh, you're gonna end up paying less than you would otherwise pay had you get not, not received the reduction. And, and Joe, before we let you get off here as well, um, you, know, you mentioned uh, the requirement that any commercial property needs to have an attorney represent them. Is the process significantly different for them, or is it just a a requirement based on um, you know other aspects rather than just the necessity of it? Yeah, it's a requirement, and it goes along. Um, uh, yeah, and, and just to clarify, it's it's as long as the, as the property is owned uh, by a corporation. Um, okay. Then you need to, to be represented, and it goes along with uh, not uh, not allowing corporations to be represented uh, pro se. Uh, that's that's basically something across the board in Illinois. A corporation, when they're in some type of legal uh, action, normally needs to have an attorney. And and the process is the same in terms of comparing properties and and um, and and working out the appeal, but. You do need an attorney to do it, and you know I, I would differ a little from Dan. It's always nice to not uh, have to have uh, do the work yourself, but Dan has done a great job at uh, simplifying the process and um, making it very accessible. So uh, there's definitely two options and things to consider when you're uh, uh, considering appealing your assessment. And Dan, real quick, give us that website again for the for the board. Uh, that's cookcountyboardofreview.com, all one word. Excellent. And, of course, uh, Joe Vito at Lavelle Law, 847-705-7555, or lavellelaw.com. Great deal of information today. I want to thank my guests for being here. And, of course, as always, thank all of you for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.